Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the QLips English Podcast. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to QLips. You are listening to Simplified Speech. And if you're not sure what that is, well, let me explain. Simplified Speech is the QLips series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. And we hope that by listening to this series, you'll be able to improve your English for speaking and listening. And today, I'm joined by my co host, Suzanne. Hello there, Suzanne. Hey, Andrew. Hey, listeners. Today, we have a really fun topic. I love this topic. We're talking all about road trips. Yeah. This is so exciting. Getting on the road. We're going to hit the road for this episode, Suzanne. But before we start, we want to give a shout out to one of our listeners from. Korea, actually, with the nickname Hehe. And <laughs> I like that nickname, Hehe. Hehe left us a positive review on the podcast app Castbox. And Suzanne, could you read Hehe's review for us? Yeah. Hehe wrote, I've been listening to your podcast and I think it is the best podcast ever. The topics are very interesting and are really helpful for daily life English. I always look forward to updates. Thanks for all your help and support for people studying English. Love that. Thank you, Hehe. Yeah, I love that review too. That was a great one. So thank you, Hehe, for leaving that great review. We really do appreciate it. And listeners, if you'd like to get a shout out in one of our upcoming Culips episodes, then all you have to do is leave us a five star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or really whatever podcast app you use. It could be Castbox or Stitcher, Spotify, whichever one is the best for you. And we really appreciate it when you do this because it just helps more English language learners from around the world connect with Culips and improve their English with us. And the more people who can speak English fluently, Suzanne, I think it makes the world a better place when we can all communicate and understand each other. Totally. I agree. Now, everyone, we also have to let you know that there is a study guide available for this episode, and it is a fantastic resource for making the most out of your time spent with Culips. Inside the study guide, you'll find a transcript so you can actually follow along with the script as you listen to us, as well as Detailed vocabulary explanations of all of the important vocabulary that will really help make your English natural. There are examples of how to use that vocabulary in a realistic, natural way. There's a quiz and there's more in the study guide. It's an awesome resource. It comes in a PDF that you can download to your computer. And print out if you like, or there's also a mobile friendly version that looks great on tablets and smartphones and even computers. So, if you want to get the study guide, 
All you have to do is visit our website, qlips.com, and sign up and become a QLips member. And then you'll have access to our whole study guide library, not just for this episode, but for all of our episodes. So once again, just visit qlips.com to sign up and become a member. Okay, so Suzanne, with that being said, I think it's time to jump into our main topic for today, which, as you mentioned earlier, is road trips. I love road trips, and I think you do as well, Suzanne. Yeah, but Andrew, what is a road trip? How would you define a road trip? Okay, in my opinion, a road trip is a kind of trip, right? You're traveling from one place to another place. However, it's not just like any trip. It has to be usually with your friends and it has to be for fun. So it's not like a business trip. It's more like a pleasure trip. And you have to be in a car or van or truck or a vehicle that you're driving. I think that's a key part. You could do a road trip like on a bus or on a train, you know, traveling from place to place with your friends. That would be okay. But for me, the essence of a road trip is being in a vehicle with your friends and going somewhere. It has to be kind of like a a long journey too, Suzanne. I think that's part of it. Like if you're just going for a 30-minute drive to the next city over, that's not really a road trip. In my opinion, a road trip is like, you know, you're driving all day to get somewhere. You're making a lengthy journey. Maybe that's just because we come from big countries. <laughs> Maybe if you're in a smaller country, it's it's not as important, the length. But for me, yeah, those are the key elements of a road trip. You're with your friends, you're in your own vehicle, and you're driving for a long time. Totally. I think maybe too, like there are multiple stops, right? So you have not just one location, but that you're going like location hopping. So you're going from one location, driving to the next one, seeing that place, then jump back in the car, drive to the next location. And you really take segments at a time to see the countryside or, you know, the the chosen itinerary. (laughs) And sometimes in a road trip, you can really be spontaneous. Just jump in the car. You know you want to see this, this, and this. You've decided on a couple of things, but you don't have any specific plan, right? You keep it pretty open, pretty fluid, and spontaneous. And maybe you just sort of drive into a an area and see what's available. Or maybe you find a campsite and you kind of keep it loose, fly by the seat of your pants a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I think flexibility is a really important element of a road trip. You need to be able to go with the flow. And, you know, while you're driving, maybe you see a cool attraction on the side of the road In Canada, we call these roadside attractions, like a lot of small cities will kind of come up with a cool theme or a cool thing to see in their cities just for this purpose. They want people who are passing by the small city or village 
Um, usually they're beside the highway. You know, they'll make some kind of tourist attraction, a roadside attraction that will encourage people to stop and spend some time and money in that place. So, yeah, while driving by, you might see one of these and just be like, hey, yeah, let's stop. We're on a road trip. We have time. We can do it. In my case, I love to stop and go for a swim if I'm on a summer road trip. And, you know, me and my friends, we've done this lots. We'll be on a road trip, we'll pass a lake or a beach, and, you know, it's hot in the summer. So we'll just stop, pull over, get out, go for a quick swim, cool off, and then get back in the car and continue on our journey. Oh, that sounds nice. I think for us, it's to stop on the side of the road and pick up some snacks. When we did a road trip in France, they would have fruit stands. So we'll pick up like the fresh cherries or berries from the farmers, or we'll see like a a poutine stand and we'll jump out and get the local poutine there or taste the local food along the side of the road. That's really fun. Yeah, I love that as well. That's definitely really cool to check the local specialties as you go through different places that are new to you. Totally, totally. Andrew, what are some of the best road trips, like your favorite road trips that you've ever taken? Hmm, I've been on lots of good road trips. I don't know, maybe it's just because I come from a small town and during the summer, you know, me and my friends, we'd always want to leave. We'd go to Vancouver, we'd visit Victoria, we'd go to the Kootenays, which is an area near my hometown where there's just lots of amazing scenery. It's in the Rocky Mountains, so you get the beautiful Rocky Mountain view and alpine lakes and stuff. Actually, the last road trip that I took was about two years ago with my brother, and that's where we went. We went to the Kootenays, and it was fantastic. So, yeah, I've been on lots of road trips. Some of my favorite road trips, let me think. Well, when I played in a band, my band would go to other cities to play concerts. And so that was really fun. We'd all get into the van and, you know, we'd go to a different city and play a concert. And that was just a ton of fun. And we did those often. So I have lots of good road trip memories about being in the tour van with my band buddies. Nice. I also remember when I was in my final year of high school, which was in 2001. And I remember this so clearly because it was right around September 11, the terrorist attack that happened on September 11th. I visited the USA on a road trip in October of 2001. So it was only a month after the terrorist attack, and I was in my final year of high school. And originally, my parents said that I could go on this road trip with my friends. Um, we were going to Seattle. So we were driving from Kelowna, my hometown, to Seattle to see a concert by the band Weezer. Suzanne, you must know Weezer, of course. Yeah. A great band. And initially, my parents said, okay, you can go. And then after September 11th, they were very, well, let's just say they changed their minds. They were apprehensive about me going to the States because 
oh, people were really worried at that time. They didn't know what was going to happen, and going into the USA didn't seem like the greatest idea. However, eventually I twisted their arm. You know, I convinced them that it would be okay. It was just Seattle. <laughs> and they agreed. They said, okay. So I remember that I went with maybe five or six of my friends and my buddy Matthew. He borrowed his parents' minivan and we all jumped into his minivan and drove to Seattle. It was great. We had an awesome time there. The concert was really fun as well. However, when we were coming back to Canada, we had some trouble at the border and we got pulled over at the border. And the Canadian border police thought that we had drugs on us. They thought that we had marijuana in the van, which was totally not true. It was totally something that we didn't do at all. So I have no idea why they decided to search us like they did, other than the fact that maybe we were just like teenagers who are into rock and roll. Maybe they stereotyped us and just saw us and thought, oh, those guys must have some drugs in their van. So they pulled us off to the side. My friends had to go into an interrogation room and get questioned by the police. They kind of tore the van apart looking for drugs in like the side of the compartments and stuff. It was kind of a really gnarly experience. Yeah. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing was, like, my parents were concerned that we would have problems going into the USA during that time because of the political situation. But it turned out that it was the Canadian border guard that <laughs> gave us some hassle trying to come back into Canada. So I remember that we are all stressed out during that time. But uh, after a couple of hours, they decided, hey, you guys are fine. It's okay. You can go home. And we left and had no problems. So yeah, that was a really like memorable road trip for whatever reason. At the time, it was kind of stressful. But now in retrospect, it was pretty funny, that whole <laughs> series of events. Yeah, that's cool. That's really fun, especially at that time of, you know, your life going to a concert in a different country. And it's like, you know, so much fun. So fun. So fun. Suzanne, what about you? Have you ever had any great road trips? I've taken lots of road trips. One of them, I've done this road trip twice, um, started in San Francisco and worked my way up to Seattle via Oregon and the Crater Lake and all of these really cool spots along the coast. Driving up the coast of the U.S. and Canada is just so beautiful. The first time I went, we didn't have a plan. I went with a friend and we just went to a friend's wedding, rented a car after the wedding, and just started road tripping up the coast. We had zero plan. We just knew we had a ticket out of Seattle in like three weeks. <laughs> and so we just met local people. We went fishing with them. We tried fly fishing. It was really cool. We like met waiters at another place. Like, I mean, we were young, you know, and we didn't have boyfriends or things. Like we just were very like free. And so we, you know, met 
people and they were like, yeah, you want to ha- come hang out with our us, you know, after our shift? And we were like, sure. We, we just said yes to everything. We just said yes, yes, yes. Obviously, if it we didn't feel comfortable, we would say no. Like we didn't like do things that like necessarily didn't feel right for us. But you had an open mind to new experiences. Yeah. You know, so like we met these guys that were waiters and then they took us to this really amazing underground reggae club and then we like danced all night you know things like that we just sort of walked into random towns along the way and then they would say oh you got to go see this and then we went to see that you know and we liked it or didn't like it and then there we would meet other people we had some incredible adventures we did hot air ballooning we like i said met this guy who is a fly fisherman and he took us out fly fishing one day and we were like fishing for steelhead salmon in the rogue river you know steelhead is a kind of fish everyone a fish that you can find in a river yeah so it's in the rogue river in in oregon we you know went to some theater in ashland oregon like you know we just kind of hopped around in this way and this was so fun i mean this was one of the best times ever because like i said we were very free we said yes we were very open-minded we met so many interesting cool people i got an awful driving ticket because it was like the end of the month and i knew he the man needed a quota and saw my new york driver's license and was like mm-hmm, you're getting a ticket Sometimes everyone, New Yorkers, are targeted because, like, there's just sometimes a little bias across the country of, like, freaking New Yorkers, <laughs> those darn New Yorkers. But anyway, it, it was like that a little bit then. But this was, like, in 2007, 2006, 2007, I believe. Anyway, this was just such a memorable time, so much so that 12 years later, I did the same road trip in a different way, with Olivier, and we got to do that. So it was amazing. I highly recommend jumping into a vehicle and having the open road in front of you and exploring your area or a new area. Yeah, Suzanne, just listening to you tell that story made me feel like I really have to go on a road trip and To be honest with you, I had a road trip planned for this last summer here, but because of the pandemic situation, things started to get worse in Korea again, and my friends and I, we decided that uh, we just don't want to take any chances, so we put the road trip on pause, but I'm dying to get out there, and I can't wait to do another road trip as soon as it's safe and everything is open and back to normal again. Suzanne, you got me excited for it, though. I can't wait. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Go, go, go. (laughs) So, everyone, we're going to leave it at here for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And congratulations on making it to the end. You got your English listening practice in for today. So you can feel good about that and give yourself a pat on the back. We'd love to hear about your road trip. If you've taken a memorable road trip or if you plan on taking a road trip in the near future, 
please send us your stories or any questions and ideas for episodes to contact at culips.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like Culips and find us helpful for improving your English language skills, then we'd love it if you could support us. The best way to do that is by signing up and becoming a member on our website, culips.com. But that's not the only way. You can also support us by telling your friends who are learning English to check out Culips, by following us on social media, and by leaving us a kind review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's it for us today, but we'll be back soon with another brand new q episode, and we'll talk to you all then. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>